This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back. It's always game day in Cincinnati. One more thing on this defense. Logan Wilson, we talked about him on the last podcast, and you kind of know in a coach's voice when he talks about an injury and how long it could be, the optimism, and it really, they're hoping it's week to week. When you hear the word hoping it's week to week, it doesn't give me optimism that Logan Wilson's going to come back. I want to say he missed three games last year. He got injured in the Chargers game. He came back before he was fully healthy, played the whole rest of the season, injured, and then had his surgery. That is a lot to recover from. And, of course, he's getting all the opinions in the world to hopefully get back in the lineup soon. But at the moment, I'm just going to count him out for the next few weeks. And again, we won't know anything until they hit the practice field and get more updates on, on how his shoulder is feeling. It was the one that he had surgery on. So that's concerning. We've also talked about the linebacker room and how much depth they have. What does that mean if you're without Logan Wilson, who is one of the best players defensively on the team going forward? Um, you're probably not going to create as many turnovers and they're already not great in that department because he's probably their best at creating turnovers. Think of all the interceptions and even forced fumbles that he can create. Um, but I do think that this linebacker room has a lot of depth and it's solid. This is a group I wouldn't really add to unless they show that they can't handle, um, playing without him. Yeah. I, I think Pratt's a good player and he can fill in and he did a good job when Wilson was out last year. And then whoever they threw in next to him last year was good. Now I think this is a little bit more of a challenge because you had DJ reader eating guys up last year while this year you don't have that, but until they show they can't play that way, I think I would attempt to just put a King Davis Gaither in there who was good in Miami and specifically good in the run game, because I wasn't sure about that part, but he was able to stick in there and play good run defense. So if you can get, Akeem Davis Gaither and Jermaine Pratt to just hold down that fort until Wilson can come back. Who knows how long it is, but when somebody tweets God's plan, that's usually not a good sign. Uh, so I don't know how long it'll be, but you're hoping that he gets back here pretty soon. I just, I have confidence in this linebacker room to be at least solid. I don't know if you feel the same way. Well, we've seen bad linebacker rooms on this team for a really, really, really long time. And over the last couple of years, honestly, if you go back to the 2020 draft class, it's unbelievable what they were able to do. And when Akeem Davis Gaither is healthy, I think he's definitely going to bring that that added depth as a starter and do big things while Logan Wilson's out. Obviously, you want Logan Wilson to return as fast as possible. But as you mentioned, when you put out a tweet like that, there's not a lot of optimism. And Zach Taylor pretty much saying they're hoping it's just week to week. Um, obviously, you don't know a whole lot 24 hours after it's over. So we'll just keep an eye on that and keep everybody updated when it comes to Logan Wilson's health. We'll move on to the AFC. It's six weeks of football, so we don't know a whole lot. And I almost compared and, and kind of did over the last couple of weeks what Cincinnati, when they dropped a two and three, that it was a little reminder of what the Kansas City Chiefs did last season. A lot of people were counting them out, said everybody's figured Patrick Mahomes out. The Chiefs aren't good. And then they come back and go on a run. And they got stopped by Cincinnati on that winning streak. But you, you look at the AFC last night the Chargers and Broncos, and I want to start there. <sighs> Russ is bad. Russ is really, really bad. And if you're the Broncos defense, you are really upset because they've been able to stop offenses 
and you you would think like quarterback on the other side that you just gave a great deal to before the season started, he'd be able to do something. But I, the Broncos are they're just bad. They're just a bad football team. Yeah, I think that the man, the Russ thing is just like he's on like a f- five plus year deal that I don't think they can get out of for years. So if he's washed or he's not good anymore, just whatever the issue is, injuries is what you're hoping and coping with. But uh, I, to me, I, I kind of had this concern going in just because I didn't think he played well for the past year and a half before this. And it got all blamed on his finger injury that was only half, a third of that time. I was like, there's a full year of football I'm talking about here too. He played extremely well for half the year in – I believe those 2020 and then played poorly the second half. Then they fired that coordinator, bringing somebody else. And he doesn't really play well, but then he gets hurt and you can blame it all on that injury. Then he comes in, he's not playing well. And I'm just kind of like, I, I don't know. I, this is what I was worried about. So that's why I wasn't too high on the Broncos this year, but their defense is really, really good. And Patrick Tan looks like a future all pro, maybe even this year, all pro corner. He's doing awesome. It's just, when you don't have an offense that can move the ball or anything, even with tight end extraordinaire Greg Dulcich on the team scoring a touchdown, they still weren't able to win that game. Um, sucks. Uh, that I, I'm not big on that. I think the Chargers are a good team, but they are just hampered by – to me, it's both their defense and their offense at times. Their defense where – you want to talk about the rust payment – Look at the J.C. Jackson one, too, and he got benched at halftime. And then when they asked Staley about it, they're like, was that uh, – was the Hamler catch, was that on Jackson? And he said, yeah. And then it's like, and the Dulcich touchdown? Yeah. And then he gets pulled right after that. It's like, oh, my. This guy is like a $20 $15 million per year corner. that You're not getting out of that contract as the Chargers. It's like, ah, oh, man. I thought it was the it was the tale of two bad deals, although Mike Dave, Michael Davis coming in for the Chargers was good. Uh, the Broncos don't have a guy to come in for Russ that I believe will be good. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're the offensive coordinator and just even the head coach for the Chargers, I don't believe in them. I truly don't. They have a good record. They're in what we thought would be a loaded division. But you look at the Raiders, you look at the Broncos, you have the Chargers who I still I don't believe in them. I truly don't. They do deal with injuries. And I know obviously with the offensive line, losing some of your guys there when it comes to protection. But at the same time, I feel like they're going to be one of those teams that misses out on, in the playoffs, maybe by one game or just doesn't make it overall when we thought maybe two teams would make it out of the AFC West and the chiefs are the chiefs. They're, they're one of the top teams in the AFC, but they still look beatable. I mean, obviously Cincinnati knows that they're going to get another shot to try to go three, zero against them with Joe Burrow at quarterback later in the season, the bills are, the prediction was, was spot on right now. It's spot on. And a lot of people were right. I thought way too many people were picking them. They do kind of have the, go just have a great regular season and then lose in the divisional round, get the first round by losing the divisional round again, kind of vibe. I feel like that's going to happen to them. I don't wish that on the bills mafia, but um, I, I just, it just feels predictable. And overall you go look at the rest of the teams in their division, the New York jets. Look, look at those numbers from Zach Wilson. I'm sorry. You need to have a quarterback, even if you have talent around your team defensively. 
offensively they have weapons out there. I don't feel like they're getting the ball enough to some of their rookie star receivers. And they're, I mean, I, I get the relationship with, with Barrios, Braxton Barrios, but at the same time, Zach Wilson's a bad quarterback. Sorry, I, don't really have, I don't think I've ever watched Zach Wilson, but uh, yeah, I, I don't hear <laughs> every time I ever, the Bengals always play Flacco or Mike White, and then I'm not grinding Jets tape. I don't know what the, I don't know what the people want from me. I don't have a, I don't have a Zach Wilson take. You don't. Uh, I don't think his stats look good, but I just I don't feel comfortable saying I don't I don't like it until I watch him, and I'm probably not going to. So I'm just going to continue to be Zach Wilson agnostic. So if you're Cincinnati, you look at the Baltimore Ravens. You look at the AFC North. Tied right now, have the opportunity to be ahead, but that didn't happen. Three and three, six games in the books. Everybody wanted to crown Lamar Jackson with the MVP after four and a half games. He can't close. Gets 100%, 100%, 100% QBR. And then in the fourth quarter, it's like 53.5 right now. He can be stopped. If Cincinnati's offense, if they would have had T. Higgins on Sunday Night Football, I hate being that person. Like, you know, if this guy would have played, if this guy would have played, they would have had this health. But if he would have played, they'd probably beat them on Sunday Night Football. I, I wasn't really that impressed with Baltimore. Wasn't impressed with them last year. I know they were dealing with a lot of injuries. But if you're Cincinnati sitting at three and three, I know you have to take care of your own business. You can look around and say, but I thought this AFC was so loaded and everybody got all this talent because they saw what Cincinnati was able to do and they can be that team and, and make it this far and really surprise a lot of people. I'm not impressed with the AFC right now. That's what I, I'm trying to say. Yeah, they do have probably two of the three best teams in the in the Bills and Chiefs like we talked about. But overall, yeah, it, they are lacking the teams that are just below that. Um, I think that was what was supposed to be the big one was like, uh, you look at the Raiders and the Broncos and the Chargers. A lot of people have the Chargers all the way up there with those guys. And the Dolphins and uh, the Patriots are another guy you can count out. The Ravens. And then we haven't even talked about the AFC South. I guess the Jaguars. Uh, <laughs> the Colts are ahead Colts? of Cincinnati right now because of that tie. Oh, my. Uh, they'll come back to bite them. But yep. uh, Titans are fine. I don't think there's a lot of bad, bad teams. I think that does some of this. And then you look at the Dolphins and their quarterback's been hurt. Um, and then their backup's been hurt? Hurt in back, that quarterback situation. I have no idea what's going on. I think whatever, whenever Tua comes back, probably this week, um, they, they'll look more stabilized. But are they a great team? I don't know. I thought the Bengals were going to beat them even with Tua in there. So I, I don't know. You look around and I don't think you'd be concerned other than the two juggernauts that have been the two juggernauts for the past couple of years. And the Bengals took one of those down last year. So there is some optimism. If you're a Bengals fan, just get to the playoffs and let's just make that magic happen again. I think you've got the right defensive coordinator, the game plan for all these guys. And when the offense is clicking, it's really good. Since week three, I believe it's like the uh, top five DVOA offense. Uh, should have that exact stat, but I don't. Sorry, I'm not a huge stat guy. But it was impressive. Uh, and it kind of fit what I think. It's just the run game, is, the past two weeks, the run game has been one of the best run games in the NFL when you look at season-long type stats. Not volume, but efficiency. So when the run game is that efficient to get these guys out of these shells that were giving them such issues, then the pass game opens up. And we've seen that this game. So when you got the pass game and the run game working on offense, and then you kind of throw out the defensive performance this week, if you're being optimistic, uh, and mm -hmm. you think about when Reader comes back and Wilson's healthy and the whole thing is going to work so much better. 
And I believe so too. So if the defense is going to keep working out, well, we kept saying top five and not this week, but they were top five to me before that. They finally had a little uh, mishap. So if the defense performing at the top five level and the run game and the pass game are efficient, this Bengals team can take on anybody. I do think that you have to look at the Bills and Chiefs as those two are the clear cream of the crop in this conference. And then you also you have to give respect words to the Ravens beat you fair and square. So you have to also think about, you know, who knows if we can uh, if if we should be confident taking on taking on Baltimore, especially in Baltimore. And last time they faced the Chargers, the Chargers beat them. So you think, are we confident on taking the Chargers in Los Angeles? Those are good teams, but they're not teams that even when the Bengals aren't playing at their best, you you know, you think you watch and you go, oh man, I hope we don't play those guys. It's more so do you feel confident uh on of them pulling out a win? I don't know if you can feel confident about the Bengals pulling out very many wins right now. I feel pretty confident about them being the Falcons, but we'll see. Uh that's a Thursday <laughs> topic. I don't know. My whole thing is I would feel confident playing any of these teams, although if they play the Bills or Chiefs, especially in their stadiums, I might be a little bit more if you ask me to predict it at this moment, I might them but everybody else i'd feel pretty confident the Bengals could take down the good news is they play the bills and the chiefs in cincinnati so and hopefully when they're in their stride like full stride sprint they're still stumbling a little bit that game man uh that monday night football game january 2nd would just be absolutely huge if it is about playoff seeding or what that looks like but there's a lot of football left to play and right now you just want to get healthy and get there i think this team's biggest opponent is themselves like I think that they get in the way and make it harder than it needs to be at a, a lot of times and just it sounds like coach speak but they just gotta get off the fast starts so they're not playing from behind that's not fun but this offense I mean I would say near perfect in the second half and if it really was the game that got the offense going when it comes to confidence I think that's going to do wonders getting past this Falcons game and then you need to beat the Cleveland Browns you can't start Oh, and three in your division and and want to get to the playoffs, no matter, you know, whatever NFC team you're trying to beat out there and, and you're trying to sneak into the wild card. You, you got to get those AFC games. And it's just extremely important to do that. And they would be doing that on Monday Night Football, of course, before Deshaun Watson is back on that team. So I don't know. I, I, I think it's just going to be it's probably what everyone predicted when it comes to the two top teams. It's it's the Chiefs and the Bills. But um, it's going to be pretty fun in December and January if those games do mean something when when they come to pay course stadium. But no, I'm really I'm actually really pumped to see what the offense looks like on Sunday they'll come out and like put up 15 points or something like that but uh which would be pretty difficult maybe 17 no 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 I don't believe that I'm back to my optimistic self I feel terrible that I said that before the game last or after a couple drives last week when I said Joe seems off I mean I feel terrible to say that and then he went off and uh, just went off into Louisiana like he always does Joe's back on and even Joe's off is still better than a lot of quarterbacks out there. I mean, his, it, it, you look, you're not a stats guy. You're not a stats guy. So I'm not even going to bring this uh, On and off, a little bit. Nah, you know, I just, I'd rather if I watch to form my opinion, but I think stats can really support it and give me backing info I might need. I'm excited to talk about this game. The Falcons, the Bengals. I'm still a little nervous about this one. I hate trap game. I hate must wins. I hate it all, but they're back home and it's going to be beautiful weather. Not that that factors into anything, but it's going to be great. 80 degrees, home, sweet home. It's almost been a month. We're going to get to that preview predictions later in the week. But I know you have plenty over on your Twitter page, also on All Bengals. What is up there? 
Uh, by the time you're listening, hopefully there is an article on some of the offensive line improvements from this past week and the communication and Law Collins specifically, who finally, I think, had the game we've all been waiting for. The bodyguard, Lyle Collins. <laughs> he already had the old takes exposed to them. So I don't know. Can you old takes exposed, old takes exposed if he starts performing really, really well? Um. Yeah. That's all that matters. Just keep. I don't even care. He can take the L's on social media and just keep protecting Joe Burrow, and it'll be fine in the in the Queen City. Make sure you're following along over on Bengals underscore Sands at LNDS Patterson. We'll, we'll be back later this week on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.